Welcome to episode number 26 of Witch Police Radio. Uh, this week's theme is Faith, and our guest is Pipskid. I actually wasn't here for this one. No, um, this was just uh, John and I, and uh, Mr. Pipskid. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was, uh, I think it was a good episode. Yeah, it was actually. As an outside listener, you know, not being part of it, I liked it. Um, I'm only doing the intro because, like, I have this uh, kind of minor control freak issue with Witch Police. <laughs> like, I need to have my... <laughs> I need to be involved in every episode in some way or another, so right. it's like, you know, even though I wasn't there for the show, at least I'm, I'm, I'm wasting your time listening and me rambling on the intro. Right. So, Making um, sure people know yeah. who's yeah, exactly. fucking yeah, yeah. radio show this is. This is my show. <laughs> <laughs> I am the boss, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the boss. Um, yeah, it's a good show, though, and you guys, uh, I, I like it um, because I have never met Mr. Skid before in real life. I've been listening to his music for... You've never met him, really? Never met him. Huh. Uh, I may have like met him in like passing, you know, but yeah. I never actually talked to the guy. Right. And I was, I was kind of bummed out that I couldn't go actually because uh, I've actually been listening to his music for probably at least ten years. Like, yeah, we should have him on the show. Again. We should have him on the show again. He's but a good it, guess, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Um, I, again, as someone who wasn't there, uh, it was interesting to hear him talking about some of the stuff he's talking about because uh, it's very different from his stage persona. And he's he's actually told me before that um, pe- like people always think he's such an angry mean person but then yeah. when they get to know him he's actually like a super nice super fucking like solid really nice person and he's Does he just, have a song about being mean or something i think he's like an he had a, a, a mixtape or something yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's right yeah and yeah but i think it's it's more so just like that's his character he's th- playing. that's a character on stage not not necessarily a character because i think you know he is angry and, yeah. and pissed off about a lot of things and yeah and he can be mean if he doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but you know, to people he's friends with and people he he, he chooses to have around himself, he's he's a, one of the nicest guys you'll meet. Yeah. Well, it's a good, it's a good episode for sure. Hopefully we can get him back on again. Uh, I'd like to uh, yeah. be for that one so I can, uh, you know, ramble he's... on about Wish Place again. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, he can, so he can ramble on so he can't talk about any of his shit. Exactly, because I'll just keep talking about Wish Place. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which, www.witchplace.com, uh, hit the podcast button. You can find all the archives of the show. There's 25 other episodes, which you can download and stream for free. All, all kinds of other music. You already know this because you're 25 episodes, 26 episodes in. You probably heard a few shows before. Uh, at Witch Police FM on Twitter, at Rob Crooks. What's uh, his uh, Pipskid? At Pipskid? Uh, at Pipskid, yeah. Yeah, so you can check that out. And is he a website too? Oh, he's on got music on Marathon of Dope, right? Yeah, so go to marathonofdope.com and you can find all all his new music. He's got, he's got a Facebook page too. I don't know, just if you're really interested, just search Pipskid in Facebook. I think that there were some interesting revelations about the Facebook page on the on the program. Oh yeah, <laughs> so you have to yeah. listen to see what those are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like like we do on some of these episodes, uh, I'm trying to do more often actually with the, with them is to throw a little clip of something related uh, or not related into the end of the intro because there's, there's a lot of uh kind of tangential <laughs> witch police kind of stuff that is happening or things are happening with the individual artists so it's nice to throw those on so um what are we gonna play here before just oh, yes. a little clip so uh pipskid and i and our friend uh tom de jeter aka speed dial 7 uh made an album a couple summers ago and it's uh, gonna be released sometime this year and uh our as a group we call ourselves the sugar pill gang it's pretty good yeah People seem to like it. It's it's funny, I guess. And um, so this is a song from the Sugar Pill Gang, which should be out sometime in uh, 2013. Is that going to be on Marathon of Dope, too? Yeah, that'll be on Marathon of Dope. Cool. Okay, episode 26, Pip Skid. Get that red light out of my way. Gonna keep on driving. Get that city bus out of my way. Gonna keep on driving. Get the single mom and the shit kids out of my way. Gonna keep on driving. Get your school bus out of my way. Gonna keep on driving. 
myself had to make me some money Was broke without a fix like a penniless junkie Rumbling like thunder, my stomach was hungry Not a quarter for the phone or a loony for the laundry But a beat up old Corolla, parked it on the app I could drive up to the station, I had just enough gas No thriller to fill up, so I made a plan I top up the tank, then I stick him for the cash So I cruised down the street, pulling to a domo The attendant came over, looking like a schlomo Stuck a knife in his face, but he said he had no dope So I grabbed some plastic cups, they had on promo Jumped in the car, squeezed out the lock Went out of nowhere, came a car, city cops They ran the sirens with the cherries on top But they must be crazy if they think I'm gonna stop I thought myself, second guessing me But I ride a fixed bike through this industry I stop where I want, where I wanna be When I need a little cash, cause I gotta eat Yo, nothing is free, so I gotta grab What I can, when I can, it's my safest bet Gotta settle down when I can, and I can't Gotta feel the ground, shit, what's that sound? Try to look around, but all I can see Is the same old folks smiling down on me With a grin on their face and there's overdue deaths Phone from the bank and everything's red No, not red, like dark, dark black Need another bill for a heart attack So now you see why I did what I did Look at my shoes dealing with this shit Spent the last million hours of my life at a desk And the rest hidden traffic with a belt on my chest I invest in a nest with a hot thread count And a woman on the spot who make the bed bounce My nerves are fading, grating Cause my day is waiting, hating Grind on my dental, mental patient Pounding beers alone in my basement Calculate his equations, numbers Lots of false sensations, numbness I'll run this car on fumes Through the graveyard, clearing tombs Give me room, I'll crush your face I hate my life, it's such a waste Get out of my fucking way Today, today, I'll take your world away Hey! The ambassador to Czech Republic had to like put out a statement saying that Czech Czech Republic is not Chechnya and, and that the bombers were not from Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah, kind of awesome. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is Witch Police Radio num- episode number 26. This is uh, Rob. And I'm here with John, and uh, our special guest today is Patrick, a.k.a. Pipskid. Um, Sam, our uh, our f- loyal and, and faithful host, isn't here today. He's uh, doing grown-up shit, probably. And uh, so today's, today's um, theme is faith. Faith. And we had we had a we had a theme that was similar to this one. I think number two, episode number two, is spiritual. But uh, this one's a little bit different, so we chose different songs. Yeah, I think um, for me it connotes different things. When, well, thinking about a theme and for music, you think spiritual music. Yeah. I think of something like being an ode to something else, or being like a, I don't know, on towards the type of thing, almost like a religious thing. Faith is yeah. religious, but it's almost it's more like a. Uh, but it doesn't have to be religious, right? You can have faith in everyday things, and you can have, like you were saying, Patrick, you can have faith in people. Right. Uh, well, I th- as soon as as soon as your computer generated the word faith, I got I got I got extremely stressed out mm-hmm. because my the initial my initial reaction to the word faith means religion or or somebody's faith in a in a god or a, or or a religious idea and. And I, I actually sometimes go through my iTunes library, and and search the word Jesus 
or things like that and then just throw all those songs in the garbage mm -hmm. uh, even if it's anti-Jesus songs yeah it doesn't even matter well what like like satanic yeah but Satan I think sa Satanism is just another form of Christianity that's true it's, just like atheism is in a way in a very roundabout way how so <laughs> Well, I think when you when you buy into like not believing in something so hard, you're you're still believing. It's a dogma like you still have you have faith that there's no God. Right, but I don't think it. I don't think I don't think it directly ties into Christianity. Yeah, I mean that was a stretch. But it, right. but a lot of yeah, but I know what you mean because I've had this reaction that with like people who are atheists and it's um, it's almost a reaction to maybe a Christian upbringing or sort of the right. givenness of Christianity in our culture. I feel like we talk about atheism and, and and that kind of stuff on the podcast quite a bit. Okay. Um not to sorry, not to like <laughs> not to sh not to shut you up, but like I, I don't really want to go off too much on, on atheism. Yeah, but um But I guess that is part of the theme. But anyways, faith faith in science. Yeah, I yeah, also faith think in science, yeah. when you texted me, Rob, and you said faith is our word, mm -hmm. I, I initially think Christianity. Yeah. Yep. The second thing I thought was Faith Evans. Uh, that would be amazing if you put <laughs> Faith Evans on. And then the third thing. I'll I'm, be missing you <laughs> every step you take. <laughs> and that's the, Faith Evans song, I know. Is that a Faith Evans song? Isn't it? Yeah, because she. Well, yeah, because she was married to Biggie, right? Um. Yeah. So yeah. And then the th yeah, and then the third the third thing I think w is is uh, faith to faith to faith. I gotta have faith. That was faith, unfortunately faith. the first oh, thing that, Michael? That, that, baby, that was yeah. the first thing that came. That's what I thought too. Yeah. That and faith no more. <laughs> were the first oh yeah, faith that no more, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I did a th I did a th I did a thesaurus search of faith, mm. just to get some other other words on it. I love and your commitment to the research. That yeah, this is way more. We need this from well, like the regular hosts for one I thing. Was, <laughs> I was fucking stressed out, man. When this 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 uh, website from Romania, maybe like two years ago, asked me to to pick my top favorite songs and and make a mixtape, and I still haven't done it because it just it, like it's like where what angle what theme do I go like? What spectator Tribune asked me to do that. And I was stressful until I just decided I'm just going to play all marathon dope music or like all music that I had. Some way to simplify it, right? But then you just seem like a fucking asshole. But you know what? You know I know, and I I didn't want to do that. But the reason I did that is because I looked at some some past ones that they did to to get an idea, and I saw Greg McPherson, and Greg just picked all songs from his label. Right. So then I was like, oh fuck that, I'm going to do it too. But he's a fucking asshole. Well, I mean, if he, I'd love to be that much of an asshole if he's an asshole because right. he's the nicest asshole I've ever met. <laughs> uh, asshole's a good name. Last Sunday, Greg came into the poppy, and like it was all the tables were full, so we put him in that embarrassing middle table, and he was by himself, and he just and he was just like, like uh, in this little shirt, writing, uh, writing, writing lyrics in a book right in the middle of this busy restaurant. <laughs> It's like fuck. I, I just someone should have taken a picture from the corner. Could have been an, an album cover. Great commitment. I, I, uh, I just, I don't know. I need to be. I can't like really. I've tried to do that where I, I've been like, I'm gonna go walk down to the coffee shop and like work on some music. It's like I get there and I'm like, they're playing some dumb radio yeah. and like people you are talking about the dumbest catch shit around snippets me. Of, yeah, the dumbest. How the hell am I supposed to concentrate here? Right. If there's enough of a din, I used to go like on a sort of a late Sunday, early 
Sunday afternoon or something with like a book and just like if there's enough of a din, just like zero zone in. Yeah. But I I kind of like I just like even when I'm gonna read or something, I just search for the like the quietest spot where there's the least amount of people and then. Then I go in. But um, anyways, let's maybe get into the music. Get a, get a tune tune going here. Okay, I'm gonna play the a song by the Halo Benders, uh, who. You got notes. Well, I, I had a list going, so this is on my list. Yeah, I um, I don't listen to the Halo Benders very much. Yeah, like last night. Ever I was, maybe? Have you ever listened? To I listened to the song last night. I was going through my. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I listened to this album. I meant to give it a, a re. Look at your shirt, DJ Bruce. <laughs> what the fuck? If you must, this is in anticipation of working all day tomorrow with kids. That's a funny shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? Out of Thailand. <laughs> I may be pretty good on the decks. Have you ever worn that shirt before? <laughs> no, I wore it just for you. <laughs> okay, sorry. Halo Benders. Regardless, I uh, haven't listened to this band very much, and. Uh, who are they? Where are they from? I've never heard them before. No, this is a band from the 90s. And it was a side project from two guys, um, Calvin Johnson of Beat Happening and Doug Marsh of Built to Spill. Oh, so it's Beat Happening and Built to Spill side project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knew? So this is a... It didn't make so much sense. Now. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> you, guys, you guys haven't heard these guys. No, I've never heard of any of these bands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Built to Spill, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? No, I don't know who that There's is. something familiar about it for me. Meat Beat Manifesto. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to play the song Phantom Power off of uh, the album... By the Tragically Hip? Don't tell me. I know. Could have Could have been. Right. Okay. So, um, so, so, where are these guys from? Do you know? Uh, no. Okay. States. The States. Okay. So let's check them out and see what we think. So, Halo Bender, Phantom yeah. Power. Super freak, get on your feet and throw the secret signs. Diamond tip charade parade. Sounding burning mounds. The star belly definition highway No cop, no stop, so break it off and turn the beat around. Loaded self-indulgent quota, drowning out the signs. Pleasure inconceivable, crossing county lines. We don't need your better power, keep your gods to yourself. Calling all your personal fouls, making waves across the nation. Get on your feet and turn that beat around. We don't need your phantom power. We don't need your phantom power. Keep your gods to yourself. We don't need your phantom power. Alright, that was the Halo Benders song called Phantom Power. So that, uh, maybe what I picked up from that was that guy was saying... 
we don't need your like he's using a play on words with phantom power mm-hmm. like, a like a recording yeah. techniques yeah yeah right like your microphone mm. and uh your and he doesn't want he doesn't want like pretend beliefs or ideas is yeah, the, well, the next, yeah, the next one line is like, keep your gods to yourself. Mm, yeah. But who knows what exactly he's referring to, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I just wanted to play the song. Right. What did you think of that, Rob? That was weird. I mean, uh, it was good. I mean, you mean lyrically? Well, I don't know. What, what, uh, you know, you're, what, what did you think of it? What it, it, rem- it reminded me of something that I can't put my finger Is on. Is it the background the guitar? The... No, the way he sings reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger yeah, on it. Yeah, the sort of flat tone almost. It kind of sounds like that 90s uh, indie rock kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say about that one. Phantom Power. I use Phantom Power when I record, though. What yeah. is Phantom Power? I think it just it, when a mic doesn't when a mic needs more power but it doesn't have power internal to it you need something that gives it phantom power. So okay. As far as I understood, I'm no recording whiz. I kind of yeah. This recorder has phantom power. I don't know if I want to uh, engage the phantom power or not. Um. Yeah, you should. But yeah, okay. So the line is: We don't need your phantom power. Keep your gods to yourself. Calling all your personal powers, making waves, and then it's like making waves across the nation. We can't hide your. Secret self, your real self. This guy's like a real agnostic sort of uh, superhero. That's the feeling I got too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See, uh, I mean, you guys said you cut. You guys talk about this a lot, but <clears throat> see, to me, an agnostic. Agno- I don't want to talk. Agnostic is to me just some is like a cop out, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Maybe. Unless you've thought about well, it I mean, d- enough that you need to justify maybe why instead of just being. I think any. I don't want to give it's like for for people who it's like it's like someone who. People, I I think there's a there are between twenty five and twenty seven, people turn from teenagers to 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 adults or or potentially generally I think those are the years that that happens in, mm-hmm. and it's like. I think that's the same sort of thing with like maybe your beliefs in a in a way where it's like I think you're just suspended in some sort of teenage world as an agnostic hmm. where it's like you're not willing to commit to something and 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 you're just floating around in some some sort of that's an interesting take on it because that, that's what I actually the older I get the harder I find it to commit to something like I find I find when I was in my like early to mid 20s I was like gung-ho ready to jump into something like some like philosophical idea I had read somewhere or something I was like so for it you know but now the older I get the more I realize that it's impossible to know the truth and everything's just perspective and like so the less I'm willing to commit to a lot of things, which is a negative. Like, I see it as a negative trait in myself. I wish I did have, like, that ability to, to commit to, to ideas and stuff like that more often, but too often I can just see other people's point of views and it, it maybe going to philosophy, Maybe reading all those philosophy books doesn't help. Eh? Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> the, what I think about, like, agnosticism and, like, atheism is that it's still like Gnostic, it's still a Gnosticism and it's still atheism. Whereas 
to function in the real world, we don't need these ideas. We don't need we don't need to believe that there is a god or that there is no god or there there might be a god but we don't know. It's all beyond it's all beyond the context that we're in. Like for me to cross the street, I don't, I don't need to have a belief one way or the other about a god. And I also don't need that to not kill you. Like there, it's not like the only reason I'm not killing you too is because because yeah, yeah, there's, there's a god that you've yeah. written a book. Yeah, these things I think they also change with age. You mentioned you know like from these ages, this is where you're. And you solidify your ideas. I think a lot of people, maybe there are, you know, there's a period in your life where you're too busy to, like, commit to something. You have to kind of get on with the other things in life. I think when you're quite a bit older and, you know, you see friends dying or, or whatever, you just feel your own sort of decline. You start to cling on to things a little more, like, this will do, or um, find answers places just as a matter of circumstance of getting older. Well, and there's also the... <clears throat> There's no that 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 idea that there's no eighth there are no atheists in a foxhole, mm-hmm. which which I suppose I suppose when people are put under pressure they they uh, they crawl towards towards things that 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 might be somewhere inside of them, but uh, I mean I don't know where I'm going with that. I guess. I guess I was put in a in a position like that, and I came out the same way. Mm-hmm. I came out. I don't know. Uh, I guess I refer to myself as an atheist, in a loose sort of sense. But when I think, and well, this one time when I thought I was going to die, I mean, it, it wasn't like. I guess because Christianity is all around, right? And uh, where it's just like, oh, like I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't like I wasn't like going through. It's like it was just like you weren't praying to a god. I was just saying goodbye to my mom and stuff. Mm. And then and then it's like and after when when in your when head or in die, real life? No, like in real life. Mm. Like not not. I was on an airplane, so it wasn't like. But it was always so in my head. Literally, but but then when we we're on the ground, and I was just like, oh, okay, so I guess I don't. I guess I ultimately don't believe in something other than just. But but I but maybe I and in that way I subscribe to what you're saying, where it's like I don't need these things. Like I don't I don't. This stuff doesn't. It's not involved in my life in the yeah. sense where I don't need those things to do daily. I'm also suspicious mm-hmm. of someone who has maybe faith whatever that may mean. Uh, whether, like, if they were actually pressed on it, how far it would go. I don't, I usually don't, I can't, I have a hard time believing that someone would really, when pushed to it, still maintain their faith. Right, so if maybe that's a good segue well. for the next song. Sure. Speaking of people and faith. So, yeah, when, like like I mentioned earlier, when you, when you sent me the word faith, I guess I... I went to, I thought about having faith in another person. Originally, I was thinking about rap songs where people are just rapping really awesome and where you just believe in rap music so much. And maybe I just, (laughs) which I did for so long in my life, and I just don't anymore, so I couldn't, it wasn't something I could get excited about. But recently in my my life, I I found this really great love with this other person, and, and 
and I think those, those and and you know through my life I've had some really great friends and those sorts of things. Having faith in another person can be so risky, mm-hmm. right? And but but I but you know I mean I've always wanted to take those risks and and because when they work it's out, worth it, yeah. it's it's worth it and and uh, and then so. But sometimes they don't, and so I wanted to have one of, one of each, maybe I guess. Um, so, uh, and and uh, those sorts that when I talk about that sort of faith, it could be anything. But in the, in this the, this sense, it's a, in a relationship. Uh, so I'm going to play a song by Terius Nash, which is the Dreams Alter Ego. Oh, okay. Or like his actual name. Oh, okay. His his birth name. Oh, uh, the dream. And and Terry, he made this album, Terrius Nash, nineteen seventy seven, uh, because he's on Def Jam, and so he made this record, so that it didn't have to be on uh, Def Jam in, in his contract. Okay, yeah. And uh, and for the most part, it's just crazy fucking song, like breakup songs. Um, one thing that's cool about the dream is is that uh, he makes he makes a living writing pop songs for for big artists, mm-hmm. I believe, and so then his own songs are just fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you played me you played me his stuff in the car on tour, and it, I I loved it. I was like I was really into it. There's this dream song on the radio right now though that is like one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. But uh, it's it's like featuring some like famous rappers. So, mm. I mean, everyone's got to have their radio hit, I guess. It happens. I mean, uh, but he has he has some album cuts. And yeah. He, I I mean, he's a bit similar to R. Kelly in the sense that he can just make really crazy songs, but he's not he's not as out there, I guess. Uh, yeah. So play that song. Yeah. What song is it? Terrius Nash uh, used to be. Say I'm fucked up. Well, you just might be fucked up too. I might be fucked up. Well, baby girl, how about you? You used to be my nigga. You used to be that cool bitch. You used to smoke with a nigga, but now you on that bullshit. You used to sex me crazy. You used to call me baby. Now all you do is nag me like a five-year-old from the backseat. You used to be so confident, but all that shit came and went. You used to be anti-internet, but now you're constantly blogging and shit. You used to strip for a nigga. Now you ain't got nothing but lip for a nigga Halfway decent for me But you dress up for your girlfriends Listening to what they say Got your ass without a husband Put you up in a binge You did everything to get me Ain't did nothing since But keep talking about what it should be Car, no daycare Paid all the fucking rent Know you wanna run the world But first try running this but y'all don't hear me oh, oh, oh. Stop fucking with me, woman Stop fucking with me, woman Stop fucking with me, woman 
stop fucking with me If you ain't fucking with me Stop fucking with me, woman Stop fucking with me, woman Stop fucking with me, woman Stop fucking with me If you ain't fucking with me Way back when you didn't have shit Staying out with your niggas And always on some bullshit I stopped my life for you, nigga To become a wife for you, nigga All up in that stripper's face Begging for ass you will never have All out of place Looking for something you already had Used to wanna touch me Used to couldn't wait to fuck me But took my back Cause it's obvious she never loved me Texting this shit Claiming you don't know her Fuck up out of here nigga No breakfast, you want a sofa No lawyer, let it burn I wish I could leave your ass Soon as I get my returns I promise I'ma leave your ass I can give a fuck about this 96 pins Swear I wouldn't give a fuck If it wasn't for these kids Stop talking before I end up walking up off this bitch No other girl will put up with your shit So stop, hold up, wait a minute We ain't finished till I'm finished All up under your mama, whenever that's drama Putting a two cents in it Mama's boy, man up I wouldn't even be tripping if you ran this house Like you run your fucking mouth What the fuck you doing on Twitter? Grown ass nigga I swear you be on them blogs You need to be at your job And I would get my hair And my motherfucking nails done But you know, like I know I keep these motherfucking lights on Stop fucking with me, nigga Stop fucking with me, nigga Stop fucking with me, nigga Stop fucking with me If you ain't fucking with me Stop fucking with me Nigga, stop fucking with me, nigga. Stop fucking with me, nigga. Stop fucking with me. If you ain't fucking with me. He's best off. So, yeah. What was that? The Dream or Ter- Terrius Nash. That uh, that song's awesome. Yeah, he lays it all out there. And so, uh, what were you saying about that album? That it's. Uh, I mean, it's a breakup record, and and uh, you know, he's pretty. He's pretty bent up, bent out of shape. Uh, uh, it, it was a free. Re- it's a free record as well. Yeah, you can download it off mm-hmm. the iTunes webs. Actually, free, not just not just Ste- steal it free. Oh. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, fair, I mean, f- fuck, like There's some real shit. I mean, like not to sound like cliche and stupid, but that was like, you know, you feel like you feel his pain. Right. Well, most R and B songs are just so full of shit. Whether yeah. it's like for a radio song or or whatever. I mean. I think it's rare, and it's rare in R and B music to hear somebody be you swear so much for one, but then also just be, as he puts it, honest honesty. Right? Yeah. 
Can I be motherfucking honest? Yeah, it's a fantastic song. And, you know, sadly enough, lots of people relate to that. Uh, when when your faith in another human falls through the floor. Mm-hmm. It's almost bound to happen at some point, shouldn't it? Not like in every relationship, <laughs> in every life, though, for sure. It's <laughs> yeah, just giving me a very serious look right now. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, even even in the best relationships, something, you know. I mean, there's always a point maybe where where it just it, it's too bad if it leaves you jaded like forever. Right. Uh, but hopefully, come through relatively unscathed. Oh man, or, I was, or not? Go fuck yourself here. Maybe you're a fucking asshole. Well, if you're, you. if you're the asshole, then yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I, don't know if never, the, I mean, I never thought about it. Think about it from that perspective. Actually, the person who's like screwing someone over. But I was thinking about it from the vic, sort of the, the victim's right. point of view. But and then at some point, I mean, even the nicest people can become the biggest assholes. Yeah, and think like what it would take for someone to do that. Like they're obviously going through something. Uh, well, some people just make other people's buttons go right. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Even the nicest person. Can be a fucking dickhead, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's true. Like sometimes, like when I'm at work or something, and there's those people who are just overly nice, and you just like think about what happens when they're at home, and there's just like, you know, their their wife or their husband just like ate the last bit of the fucking chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate icing. They ate the last of the chocolate icing. Yeah, the Even last. Worse. The last of the fucking chocolate. <laughs> this fucking episode of. Like two broke girls, there's a fucking rerun again, and right. they're just losing their mind. They uh, they d- deleted they, my TiVo. Yeah, taped taped his NFL game over top of uh, of uh, the the new episode of um, whatever the fucking show is, Charles in Charge or whatever. Is that show still on? No, not that show. <laughs> Uh, Crestington Street or whatever. Crestington <laughs> Street? What show are you trying to think of? Like uh, The longest running show the, the in the Big world. The Big Bang? The Simpsons? No. no. Never mind. Okay. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> um, I, was, I was listening to this comedian. Oh, fuck. I wish I could remember his name. He's pretty funny, but... Um, he was. He had this bit about how Eddie Murphy. Uh, no, current. And uh, he, was, he was talking about how he. He's current. The moment when he lost faith in his his dad because he saw his dad get his ass kicked. <laughs> then like after that, after that he's like, his dad's like, you take out the garbage. He's like, hell no, I'm not taking out the garbage. You take out the garbage or I'll bring over like what's his face who kicked your ass. And the guy's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Fine, I'll take out the garbage. <laughs> funny, funny shit. Right, there's all kinds of ways you can lose your faith in a person, right? Yeah. You see your, uh, yeah. See, see your... See your mom fall on ice running for the bus or something. <laughs> oh, terrible. It's just like, oh, sad, right? Right. Just so sad. Your cat tries to jump from, like, the coach to the chair. Misses. I don't know if I ever had that much faith in my cat. Yeah, no. Really? I always think like they can make it. Like they know. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Sure, but But like I, it's but it's like when you're when you're a young kid and and you're like you're old like 
if you have older siblings or your parents or whatever, you just kind of think of these like supernatural beings. Things you like, take for granted almost. Yeah. yeah, And then you never think they're going to die, and then, and then eventually. Oh yeah, you always just think like even just someone like six, seven years older than you <clears throat> knows so much more at you know, for your whole upbringing up until a certain age, mm. and then you become sort of an adolescent and then an, sort of an adult yourself, and you realize a lot of people don't know what the fuck they're doing. There was this guy in high school who who was a great. You probably remember him. I don't want to bring up his name because sure. of the nature of the story, but he um, he was an old. He was like in a, a grade older than us, and I always thought he was kind of like. He was kind of cool and like kind of looked up to him, not him specifically, but more so just because he was around. And then, and then one time I mentioned uh, that our, that Run DMC was coming to town, and I wanted to go see the show. And he's like, "Why would you want to go see that show?" And I'm like, "Oh no, like I I think I'd like it or whatever." And he's like, "Don't you think it'll smell?" And I'm like, "Why would it smell?" And he goes, and he drops the N word. Why don't you say that guy's name? Put him on blast, man. I don't even think it was Ilya or something. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. That was like that was like over so, ten years ago. Way over, probably. Yeah. And maybe he didn't know what he was, you know. Oh, he didn't know what he was talking about. That's for sure. But he was definitely being racist. Yeah. <laughs> but people are racist for stupid reasons. Like he might have been repeating something that someone older than him said. You know, like it's like passing it down. Wow, but but it wasn't should, but it wasn't like he did that to me. Then I was like, oh, you're right. I was like, <laughs> yeah. fuck that guy, yeah. and they never talked to him again. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, yeah. But you're an enlightened being. That's true. You haven't lost your faith in me yet, have you? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So many times. Okay, let's move on, I guess. Right? Or or you guys want to talk more about this? We'll get back to it. Okay, well, I'm going to play um, a Bruce Springsteen song, because Bruce Springsteen's the boss. And I'm going to play the last track off of... Um, are you done? I'm going to play the last track of... No, off, I'm not, apparently. <laughs> off of uh, Nebraska, which is arguably Bruce Springsteen's best album. I think it's his best album. And uh, it's called Something to Believe in. And um, Nebraska was re- actually recorded... It was recorded in Bruce Springsteen's bedroom. Uh, that's pretty sexy, That's pretty right? intimate, yeah. yeah. But he, re- he re- originally just recorded his, like, demos. I can't. Now I'm not going to be able to listen to that record. Well, it's not, like, sexual. Maybe it was, though. <laughs> this is weird. Well, he recorded it as demos. He recorded it on, like, a like a, like a Tascam 4-track. And uh, he, like, he was just recording it as demos because he said that when he'd go into the studio, he'd always spend so much time writing that he wanted to come to the studio with full songs. So he recorded the demos in his room, and then when they brought the songs to record in the studio with the E Street Band, it just wasn't working out. It was like losing stuff. So um, eventually, they just put it out as is. And it's funny because he talked about how the tape, like the master tape that he recorded on the four track, he was like carrying around in his coat pocket for like two weeks mm-hmm. before they finally like. Because yeah, usually, if it was like a final copy of something, it'd be, be like yeah, like kept under lock and key or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, I'd like to hear the the version with the E Street Band. Well, there's speculation of whether or not it'll ever come out, but uh, apparently Max Weinberg recently said that it's that it's really good and that it should be released. But maybe when he Must dies, be so different, though. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it being. I, I don't think I'd want to listen to it. I mean, I'd, I'd want to check it out to see what it's like. Apparently, they did a lot of those versions of the songs live, though. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so this is the song. This album's from '82. It's like right. It's the album before "Born in the USA" came out, which is kind of weird because this album is all acoustic guitar and harmonica. I think there's a concept record. Yeah, like all stories about uh, just you know Bruce Springsteen stories, blue collar stories. But this album came out and it was all just acoustic guitar and harmonica, and little like mandolin and glockenspiel. And then "Born in the Little USA" cool, yeah. was the next album, which was all synthy and stuff. Um, yeah, and um, it's a really good song. So I don't know, we we can get into check it. Check it, check it out. Bruce Springsteen. Seen a man standing over dead dog. By a highway ditch He's looking down Kind of puzzled Hooking that dog with a stick Got his car door flung open He's standing out On Highway 31 Like if he stood there Long enough That dog get up and on Struck me kind of funny Some kind of funny Stood me Till at the end of every hard day People find some reason to believe Now my little love Donnie Will love mean and true She said, baby, I'll work for you every day Bring my money home to you One day up and left her And ever since that she waits down at the end of that dirt road For young Johnny to come back Struck a kind of fun Funny, yeah At the end of every hard-earned day We'll find some reason to Still at the end of every hard-earned day, we'll find some 
so that was uh, Reason to Believe by Bruce Springsteen. I mistakenly called it uh, Something to Believe in, but it's Reason to Believe off of Nebraska. And uh, Bruce Springsteen is one of those guys who, uh, like, I remember being really young and, and taking a book out of the library in elementary school, and the book was this fictionalized kid dying of cancer writing these letters to Bruce Springsteen and it was just him the book was just his letters and like just detailing what was going on in his life and how he really hopes to get a letter back from Bruce Springsteen or whatever and then the last letter is is him being like you know I'm I'm gonna be dead like um this is it (laughs) this is the last letter and then and then the last letter is Bruce Springsteen like finally responding but it's like too late it's like a, it was a really fucked up oh. book. I read it like grade four or something, or maybe like grade five or six. I was really young, and um, but anyways, like I was like really thought like Bruce Springsteen was like this cool kind of like cool guy, but then like the older I got and then like born in the USA, I always just thought of him as like America's guy, and it was like kind of just cheese ball too. He went off. Well, he went off. Point. He went off my radar for sure, and then and then. Like, just in the past, like, few years. Like, it's been, like, it's been a while since I got back into him, but, like, fuck, he's one of my favorites now. And I, like, I kind of disagree. I don't think Born in the USA is cheese ball at all. I think it's fucking amazing. Like, I, like, I actually, I, don't li- I haven't listened to that kind of stuff in a long the song, time. Like, the, his songs on there, like, that album. It's an amazing. anti-war song. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then songs like that, like, um, Your Hometown, off that album, too, is an amazing song about just, like, the, you know, a town... Like about like like the like civil rights movement and stuff. Like it's he's like a really amazing songwriter. He's like one of my favorites for sure. Great songwriter. Uh, something weird. I don't know how true this is. I mean, I heard this maybe maybe when he played the Super Bowl a few years ago. But him and Madonna are the two most expensive live acts in the world. I believe it. Yeah. Like. Where you know where it costs millions of dollars to to book them. Get them home, yeah. yeah, like for him and the E Street Band, it must be so expensive. Mm. Yeah, I would love to go see Bruce Springsteen. Um, I don't has he like he has he hasn't been in Winnipeg recently. I don't know. If yeah, not that I can remember in my my no lifetime. No way. Yeah, he must have come here back in the day. I'd imagine, but uh, I don't really know. I read I read his uh, his, his biography. Oh yeah, which was. Which was kind of, no, I suppose it's, I mean, it's what you would, you expect. Uh, yeah. Did you hear his address he gave, like, at some, what music festival was it? Like, last year or the year before? He was, no. like, the, the main speaker. At and a music he, festival? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I and he gave, like, a main speech to, like, all the musicians fun. and stuff. Uh, wearing some, uh, uh, standing beside Obama, wearing some fitted black Levi's. Is that I didn't see it. I just heard it. Alright, I just saw. We see take it. care of our own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get into that shit. I don't know about that, but I never really gave it a chance. Like that was the song last single he put out earlier this year, or last year or something. Hmm. You know what? Another yeah, another uh, Springsteen joint that I sometimes forget about mm-hmm. that just jams is Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that's a good right. one with the with the fucking rap na, drums in it. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> that's been on the radio all the time, so it's just that's kind of like jam, it's yeah. imprinted in there. Yeah, that shit fucking slams, man. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Springsteen's awesome. Uh, uh, 
I was trying to get my dad into them. I think he'd really like them. Like him, he's never really got into them either. Mm-hmm. I think probably because for the same reason, like he was always just like America's guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's. Uh, who would be Canada's guy? Like uh, I always, I always pity. Guy who sang. Uh, well, I always like Bruce Co. No, Bruce like, Coburn. Yeah, or like that other guy, like um, My Way or the Highway. What's his name? No, that guy's <laughs> Tom, 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 Cochran. Tom Cochran. I was thinking like Tragically Hip, but they're not Tragically Hip. Isn't really on like Neil Young, maybe or. No, but someone who lives stayed in Canada. Who's like yeah. Um, who who's Gordon Lightfoot? Yeah, I guess. Leonard Cohen. What about uh, Randy Bachman? Definitely not. None if no. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I just mean like uh, if you don't actually know what what sort of hor- what a sort of a horrible human he is. Yeah, but his I mean his songs aren't that good. No. Didn't that Rich Turfry? He's Canada's guy. <laughs> hey, did you hear about uh, the Turner from? Uh, oh yeah. But just got arrested for like sexual assault or something. Some crazy shit, yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew more about it. I actually went to read the uh, article, but then my phone, this stupid piece of shit, so it didn't load. Peter Nygaard, that's Canada's man. Hey, man, I would fucking, I hate Peter Nygaard till the day he invites me to one of his parties. Then what? Then I'll love him. (laughs) Yeah? No, I don't know. Till I buy, till I buy a blazer from his store for my mom on Mother's Day. (laughs) Wait. <laughs> he does yeah. have really good hair. Yeah, well, he looks like a lion. He just emanates that kind of power. Right. Yeah. He's like the king of the jungle. Mm-hmm. On vacation. Uh, Broadway jungle. On vacation last week, every day I took in more and more women's clothes into my bag. To the point where I was carrying like five pairs of women's shoes and like all kinds of what dirty, are you doing on your vacation? dirty panties and like all, all kinds of new sweaters and like jeans and I felt like the young Peter Nygaard where I was just like carrying around this women's clothing line in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Did it feel pretty good? Oh yeah, it's fine. I mean, I definitely need exercise. Is it that heavy? Shoes? Yeah, like you got five different pairs of women's women's footwear. Did she really bring that many pairs of shoes? Well, she bought some. And, oh, know, I guess. Bring some, and and then and then uh, you know things. Got to be a giant. You got to be a little bit chivalrous. I even laid down my coat in a giant <laughs> puddle on the bench, so, so chivalry is dead. So she could sit and look at the ocean. For real? Mm-hmm. Remember, one of the most chivalrous things you've ever done for me <laughs> was, uh, was when, um, remember we were, uh, we were on mushrooms and we were on the bridge and a gust of wind blew, blew my Nordiques hat off. And then I was like, ah, oh, my Nordiques hat, I love that hat. That is, that is my favorite hat. <laughs> that is my favorite donkey club. And you're like, bah, you took your toque and you threw it off in the river too. I really like that. was my Minnesota Vikings toque. I like that toque so much. And then, it was really small, so it fit my head good in the spring and fall. It was so funny how you like instantly regretted it. <laughs> Should have like, evened it up by throwing one more article of rugs in. We were so high on drugs, I was like... Come on, but it leaving things out. It was like, yeah. Rob feels bad. I Cosmic, feel bad. Uh, <laughs> we're in this together. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun night. That was one of the best nights in recent memory. <laughs> All right, well, Bruce Springsteen. Let's yeah. Keep, yeah. Let's keep it moving. Keep the night moving. Uh, I'm going to play a song by uh, Joy Division. 
a means to an end. Oh, we're going to get all depressed now. This is going to be... Joy Division. Have you ever listened to that band? <laughs> this band to listen to a little bit more, yeah. And, uh, what about New Order? Have you listened to New Order? Yeah, not very much, though. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, as most of our listeners would know, New Order was formed after uh, the singer from Joy Division committed suicide. And he, uh, he committed suicide before this album came out. This is off of their album, Closer. And um, yeah, what do we listen to? We can talk a little bit about them. So depressing. This is a depressing song by Joy Division.
that was uh, Joy Division, a means to an end. So sad. That's a good song, though. Yeah, it's all right. I like the guitar. It's not cool as de- guitar riff. It's not as depressing as some of those fucking Joy Division songs. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about Rob, Jesus. Rob, not you know, kind of bad mouthing him. Yeah, they have some really, they have some really good songs. And then I'm just trying to, to be, I'm just trying to be the other side of the argument. Everyone's yeah. talking them up all the time so much. Yeah. But they're good. But yeah, it's true that listening to an album front to back is not very possible. Like, it gets, some of the songs are just all too skippable. Um, so he killed himself Yeah. on the eve of their American tour. Yeah, and so... Because he was he fell in love with someone on tour, and then he was already married with his, a kid or two. His marriage was breaking up. He was pretty sick. He had, like... He was having seizures, right? Right. He had epilepsy, and he was having... And, and like... I guess they got worse with like kind of a grueling tour tour schedule where you know he's having seizures on stage and shit and uh, yeah just in a bad place he's a really depressed guy anyway so yeah it just came to a I, yeah what's his fuck I can't think of his name Ian, Ian Curtis Ian Curtis so apparently when he died uh, Bono went to Joy Division's manager and was like I'm the next Ian Curtis you need to like put me in the band really yeah oh, Bono never never won the Pass up an opportunity. Yeah, and then he was like, he was, his like favorite band was Joy Division. Like he was fucking mm. really into them. Yeah. So way to go, Joy Division! You fucking unleashed you two on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they went on to become uh, New Order, who um, I don't know if I'm not mistaken, their first like two, maybe three albums are pretty, pretty worth worthwhile. And then it's, I mean, you've you've got. You got it right there. Well, you don't have to listen to all the rest. Of the, I don't know. They kind of gets repetitive, I imagine. After that, I haven't listened. But to they all kind of stuff. get more into like they move more into like from what they were doing in Joy Division into more of like the the disco the, dance, yeah, disco and dancey stuff, yeah. Because so you can hear, you can hear. Well, because you can hear with Joy Division too, like just the beat underneath <laughs> it, right? You can right. hear it there, but then like Ian Curtis's vocals come over top, all kind of uh, moody. Yeah, and then Newer was, like, hanging out in New York tons, hanging out at the gay clubs. Probably mm-hmm. ran into Madonna. I wonder if, yeah. Anyways. What could have been? What, what could have been? What could have happened? Yeah. Maybe Basquiat was hanging around, too. Who yeah. knows? Then Madonna made that book, Sex. And then that was... That spawned, uh... Big Lady Daddy Gaga. Kane, Big Daddy Kane and, and oh, yeah. Isis career. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy from Crisscross just died. What? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Which one? Mac Daddy? <laughs> Is that no, his name? Daddy Mac. Daddy Mac. Daddy you fucking Mac. You ignorant <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but did he really die? Yeah, this just happened like How yesterday. How did he die? For podcast listeners, like this doesn't come out on time or anything. Uh, I haven't heard that actually. I think I might have just heard it on the radio this morning and they didn't. there was no information. I thought I heard they were making a comeback. Uh, definitely not. They're like recording a new album. Oh. I wonder maybe what that, happened. And he's like, and he's like 34, 36 or something. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you heard like a headline. Like, I could have been. I've been you listening. You thought Chris Cross was dead. Yeah. You are dead wrong. <laughs> what? He's dead? <laughs> I do listen to the radio a lot while I'm in bed and falling in and out of sleep these days. So who knows what's real anymore? I need more information. Well, get on the, I don't know, do your Twitter thing. How does Debrat feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No idea what their names were. <laughs> Debrat was not in the Chris Cross. Who's Debrat? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. You know what? You should probably bone up on your uh, I, Atlanta rap. Yeah. Debrat was from Atlanta, right? 
Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Should we move on? Is that all we have to say about this? Yeah, fa- faith. No more. Right. <laughs> I can't believe there's no yeah. yeah. I can't believe there's no more Chris. It's <laughs> only cross. You don't know that there could be only cross. I bet Chris. you feel I bet, I bet you feel really I'm stupid wearing your clothes backwards when no one else is doing it. Well, fuck. <laughs> now there's only one like at least he's a buddy. Yeah, and then you're I mean, I think you're I think you're more of a maverick. <laughs> it really took off. Maybe he's like, fuck, finally he's dead. I can turn my clothes around. <laughs> shoes, sh- you put your shoes on the right feet. Don't have to wear, like, one red chuck and one blue chuck. I guess that's, uh, whatever. He just doubled his wardrobe. <laughs> I wonder if, I wonder if, though, like, if it's weird. Because I wonder if, are they still hanging out together all the time? Like, are they still inseparable? You well, know, they're, like. They're not Siamese twins. <laughs> But I mean, they're they went. Like, but it's like Corey Haim and Co- the other Corey. I was Corey. just gonna say Corey and Corey, man. They are like Corey and Corey, Those right? Those guys hate each other's fucking guts. No. Well, one of them's dead, just like the crisscross. When did one of them die? Uh, a few years ago. Huh. I wonder yeah. if it was cocaine. Well, both those guys were uh, were stupid on on, on retard things. Can we reach Jermaine Dupree for a comment? Yeah, I just. Let me text him here. Jermaine, what do you think? We had Uh, a good run, man. So, my favorite crisscross song was I Missed the Bus, because I can relate. That song's wiggity 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 whack. No. What's your favorite crisscross song? You only know Jump, probably. Yeah, I did have the cassette when I was a kid, but I don't remember. I missed the, the bus. I missed the bus is a jam. No, I remember the video where they're on like, the bus. I missed the bus. Every stuff. time I miss the bus, that's that's the first thing. Yeah. Unless unless I'm f- fueled with with hatred and anger, then that's the place. first thing that comes into my head. I missed the bus, and that's something that I'll never ever ever do again. Ah, uh, I missed the oh, bus. Oh, so that song's about perseverance. Yeah. That's a good message for the kids. Faith. you got to have faith in the transit system That's and, why, are you gonna, and in yourself. Are you transitioning into your next song? <laughs> Fuck, I could have I, I really ch- chugged that on you. <laughs> I but wish we could. We haven't played Chris Cross. I recommend yes. to the listeners press pause and, <laughs> and go to YouTube and, and, uh, and, and hit up uh, I Missed the Bus by Chris Cross. R.I.P. One of them, Daddy. Mac Daddy or Daddy, Daddy Mac. Mac. I feel like I feel kind of like a dick, like making light of it. It's yeah. I mean, someone died and yeah. whatever. But I mean, people die all the time. But you know, world, it's unfortunate. Uh, the world still turns. Yeah. And so they say. Mm. I personally you don't to, believe the world turns. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, am I, you, I'm going to play my yeah, next you, song. You go next, yeah. Okay. Well, my my next song is is uh, uh, I, I think it's it's one of my favorite songs in the world. You can find it in the Buffalo '66 movie. What, uh, what scene? Hmm. I don't remember so much, but um, 
And then uh, there's actually a Buck 65 line somewhere where he mentions this song. Uh, I, I think that love is a very special thing. I've been lucky enough to be in love in a very serious way, you know, in a really, really serious way, you know, three times in my life. And, and uh, I think this song is, really captures that sort of feeling. Uh, it's from the first Yes record, which came out in 1969, and uh, was self-titled, which is somewhat confusing because the second Yes record was sort of self-titled, which was called It's Yes. I think Yes was is just a confusing band, like where how many how many group member changes there were and and, and how long. How many members were there to begin with? Four, but then, but then it you know there's just like a million different members through the years. Where is Yes from? Europe, somewhere. I was always the thing about Yes is it's it's surprising to me that you're playing Yes. <laughs> I always thought I would be the first person to play Yes on the show. I was um, I was like Yes is one of those bands where I always when I always meet like kids who are nerds in high school and they say they listen to prog rock they listen to Yes. And I never, like, I have, like, a few Yes records, and but the only reason is because I would buy them at, in the dollar bin when I was just, like, into making beats or whatever. And um, I never actually, like, really listened to them and gave them a chance. And I always kind of just thought of Yes as that kind of nerdy, like, prog rock band from the 70s. But I obviously don't know anything about them. And so I'm glad that you're playing this song for me so that you can enlighten me. Right. Mm. This is when Yes was, I mean, this is the first record, so they were just kind of like, I don't think they were so prog rock at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, very confusing band, I think, in terms like of like... Like lots of different sounds and changes right, and stuff. And, yeah. and different people contributing to the songwriting for the records that I have, too, right, where you get a very diff- different styles and different things across a, an album. Can someone yeah. look up where they're from? Like, I, I want to know... Yo, well, let's check out the song. And a band name that... A band name that... One of those things where it's like a project name. To, you know. Anyhow, this song... This song, when I thought about faith in people and in terms of love, this is the first song that comes to mind. Uh, it's... Uh, it, it's really fantastic. And... Uh, yeah, let's play it and then we'll come back and talk. So what's it what's it called again? Sweetness. By yes. Yeah. Sweetness and stabs it with a spoon 
Sweetness. Yeah. Uh, but yes. I th- I think that that song is is special, in a in a way where. You know, generally you don't always feel that way about a person. Mm. It's. There's some there's some sort of high going on there. 
Right. It's like, uh, she'll never leave me, believe me. Like, um, it's almost like he's manically sort of, sort of grasping at things and like. But I think, I think that that in that sense, that song captures that sort of feeling where, where you're really, really into this person, and you have so much, so much faith in this person, and it's just like, uh, so the, uh, you know, the way he's explaining it, this person can't do any anything wrong, mm-hmm. right? And and in and in really good relationships or you know, really insane relationships, there there's. There's always that moment, if not that time, that that takes place, and, and maybe sometimes that time lasts forever or, or a very long time. Time, but nothing lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as um, as you're saying, like that. Yeah, that song really sounds like the '60s. Um, it's not. It's not really quite what I. Th- think of when I think of yes yeah for sure um yeah it's good though um why are they called yes I was looking it up there's no reason some one of the members suggested it and then they uh, what will we call our man yes I I agree let's call it yes because then people will be blown will blow their minds you don't call a band no well why not I would right but that's but but that's why no one would have ever heard of you no one ever has heard of me. Oh, right. uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just ripped me wide open. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah, maybe they read a lot of Nietzsche. And they were saying yes to life. Yeah, so, but uh, I think that there's that, like... Yeah, that's that. That's that. That's a, I think, perfect example of having faith in a, in somebody, in a, in a, a partner relationship sense. Uh, and I think that that's a that's a pretty song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so many of our relationships, I think, are tied down with, um, like, burden and like. Um, like responsibility in a way obligation yeah obligation yeah and um like if like like me on any given day like when I you know I get up and I go to work and there's people that expect things from you and you're just like I don't want to deal with this and then yeah to have someone in in your life where it's just sweet it's just sweetness right yeah and and I and something that I think is really important is is because all that bullshit is constantly going on when you, you know, the start of your day, the end of your day, you can connect with somebody and take a bit of time and, 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 uh, outside of sharing about your day and all those sorts of things, but like you just take a piece of time on uh, bookend those days and just, you know, have that person. Am I making any sense? Mm-hmm. You just have that person where you just who you connect with all uh, all the time, but you, and well, regardless just, of what you're doing or what's going on, it's, it's just someone in you, uh, yeah, and you just it's like no judging and no um, 
no expectation or anything like that. Right, and it's, that's just that person in you. I just want like I just want to say nice. you're, you're a beautiful man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're so beautiful on the inside. And I, I never think, realized you're so sensitive. I <laughs> think a lot of people don't don't get to see that side of you, and I'm glad that we could have you on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> to just open up. And, you know. It's not the Mark Maron podcast, but it'll do. Well, yeah. If if I was talking with Mark Maron right now, he'd be. Maybe trying to get all this information about me about why what why my dad makes me so angry. Right, because like when I was growing up, like my dad <laughs> made me feel <laughs> Or or he would just talk about his dad making him angry mostly. That's what I was getting at. That's right. what I was going. Yes, I know. <laughs> um let's move on. Should we do yeah, should we do an uh, an honorable mention things? We're gonna get down to the, the end here. Okay, so uh, I was going to play uh, Faith by MC Hammer. You have to have faith just to make it today. Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so can I interject for a second? Yes, please. There were two... There, well, fuck, I guess I, I could... I should. Faith, faith, yeah. faith. I should have told these stories. I have a couple of weird, MC weird Hammer faith stories. <laughs> well, there were a couple of times where... Well, where Christianity tried to enter into my life and I forced it out. But one time I, I, I listened to that song, Faith, when I was going to go fishing the next day in the morning. How old were you? Hmm. Whenever that fucking song was around. 92 or whatever. And, uh, and I was like, and I prayed to God. Did you catch some fish? One of the couple times that I ever prayed and I said, God... Please let me catch a shark in this, in this <laughs> lake. Well, I said if, 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 if I don't get to bring home at least three pickerel that are big enough to eat. My family's going to starve. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was very selfish. I was like, Dan, I'm not going to believe in you ever. And so you have to show yourself to me tonight or to, in the morning. And and I didn't, I didn't catch, catch anything. And so, uh, so I was just like, fuck this. Fuck you, buddy. Never never like I remember doing again. that, though, when I was a kid, being like, um, like, show me a sign. It's right. You want show me proof, a sign, right? God. But, like, full well knowing. For, like, full well knowing that, God, actually, that God's yeah. not real, but, yeah. but like, wanting We're not expecting a that a sign would actually come. And then, like, a shooting star would fall, and I'd be like, whatever, that's <laughs> not God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can, can I can I briefly say the other one? Yeah. Yes. Can you speak when there's a pause in conversation? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, my mom, when my mom got uh, married to to my my sister's father, we uh, they they wanted to do family stuff and go to church and everything and. And I was like, no, like, fuck that. I'm not going to Sunday school. Like, I went there, and it was weird, and we, they were making Jesus mobiles. And <laughs> and so uh, my mom says, well, okay. Yeah. And, and it's so strange. My mom says, okay, you have to come to an adult church then, which is so stressful because when you're going to school as a kid, Sunday – Sunday's yeah. already uh, so much anxiety in it already. Yeah, totally. Because starting around like Sunday was almost worse than Monday in a lot of ways. Sunday night for sure. Because oh, Sunday night is awful. Yeah. Because because you 
you're you're just all you can think about is how you have to fucking spend the next five days in school. Yeah, totally. And so there's so much anxiety around Sunday. So I just need Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. you know, to be a normal human. I need that mental health time. Yeah. And then, so my mom, my mom said, "Is this how you explain it to your mom?" <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mom! I just need my mental health time. <laughs> Can't go in and like start like. Uh, trying to spell words tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so I I get out of Sunday sc- Sunday school but so then I have to sit on the, on the adult church it's so boring and so confusing and and uh, anyway the whole time I was just praying I was praying 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 that I say if there is a God if there is anything out there anything if this is actually real and not just some fucking bullshit that people do because they're scared there will be this will be taken care of and I will I will be a champion in your in whatever afterlife or ever whatever you need of me if this never happens ever again and I can just fucking have Sundays to myself and then Wednesday or Thursday of that week uh, the church got hit by lightning and burnt to the ground. Jesus. <laughs> and Brandon. How many people did you kill with your, your prayer here? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then because because my family wasn't really committed in a, in a big way, they just never went again. <laughs> like, not for years. My mom didn't go to church again for years. Church it was just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure in some weird way they were probably thinking... That was a good, that was an easy way out of it. Right. They were all praying. They were all <laughs> praying the same prayer. There you go. Enough people pray for the same thing. Yeah. So, what, so how are you an atheist now? So I never I never had to go again. And then there were times in my my, my young 20s life where... But it seems like that seems like that's the sign of God. Where like, I was called a weird devil and all these things. and like By who? This one woman, this, one, this weird spiritual healer. Uh, was convinced that I was a devil, and through all these different circumstances, I ended up in her house, and she had to she she like had to like move out of her house and try to do all these cleansing exercises because I brought the devil in her house, and well, in Brandon, know, no, in Winnipeg here, years and years later. But anyhow, there's all these things where you, where you're like in your head, you're like, uh, <laughs> did I burn a church down with my mind? <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, God burnt it down for right, you because you had a deal and you're breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> so if he burnt down a church, what do you, what do you think but I never, do to you? I never looked at it as, as, as God. Right? But you prayed for it. Right, but, but in my brain, because I guess maybe because I, I didn't, at the time especially, I had no idea what was inside the Bible. And I didn't know how sadistic and, and, and terrifying God God's arm or God's power was, right? So... That's insane. I just, to me. I just thought it was Satan or something. Well, it's so weird because when you ask for a sign of God, it's almost like in, in movies and television stuff. It's almost universally like a lightning bolt, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like that's exactly what you got. And you're like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> never going to church. Never ah, <laughs> free. <laughs> Kick my feet. I can up. sleep in and watch football. <laughs> that's weird, man. Maybe you are a devil. Yeah, I don't know. Have I mean. my kitchen cleansed? <laughs> I think the devil's just, uh, I don't think the devil's such a bad guy, right? He was just like, he didn't want to take shit anymore. Hmm. Sunday's day of rest, man. 
The, the thing is, like, I remember going to church when I was really young. Like, I think my family stopped going to church when I was, like, six. But the only thing I remember, I don't remember any of the sermons or any of the teachings. The only thing I remember is how hard the fucking pews were. <laughs> and having to sit in that fucking pew for, it was, it was probably, like, 45 minutes or whatever, but it seemed like forever. Right. It's like they put uh, extra extra wood in there or something. <laughs> it's <just> so <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to church growing up, like my my family did and stuff. I stopped going about fourteen or fifteen. It wasn't like a big deal. I just stopped going. And that was that. But when I've gone for maybe like a wedding or something since, I like the the hard pews. Now that I'm like older, it's like a I don't know. You have to like kind of deal with it. Well, and churches are old places. Like furniture never used to be like comfortable. But it's, it's but it's supposed to be your. Well, I don't know if that's true. But you're, it's supposed to be like you're <laughs> you're not comfortable, right? Because you're in church and you're like. Like and and like religious people. They don't, want, this, they don't want you to fall asleep. Well, then they also have this weird thing about how you should you should suffer, right? Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's you're not there to have a good time, you know. You're yeah. not there to like chill out and like kick your feet up. That's why, like, if I did go to church, I'd go to a Baptist church, and because I like to sing, and I like to sing with groups of people. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're really into that. Yeah. You like other people touching you a lot. No. <laughs> I don't like that shaking hand things where you oh, where you're you like the peace. Yeah, say yeah. peace to your brother or whatever. You gotta like shake people's hands. I don't want to fucking do that. No, but I do like the idea you can't of like go to church anyway because you have no money. Oh, you need money to go to church. Yeah. Uh, no, I do like the idea with that word because like usually if you're if you're somewhere you just like stand looking straight ahead. You know, you go to a movie or something and it forces you to like turn around and acknowledge who's around you a That's little bit. Dumb. I like that. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> or I've met people, especially people who've come from like some cultures, um, like in Africa and, and such, where if you're at a party, they make a point of going up to every single person and you know saying something. Yeah. Instead of just going to a party and you know talking to the couple people you, you know. Speed dating. Speed friending. I'd like to do speed dating. Yeah. Sure. Where? Can you do it in Winnipeg? Probably. Yeah. I saw DJ Stress used to do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Why don't we get DJ Stress on this show? That'd yeah. be amazing. Uh, when, we're, when we were waiting for to do sound check at the old Barca Club, we, were, we had to wait for a fucking speed dating club. And so <laughs> oh, we just yeah. watched them through the, through the curtain. Oh, yeah. How long do so they have? Depends. Five minutes? Yeah, I think it's generally five minutes. You'd, I'd imagine there'd be like, like most of those people would be pathetic. How yeah. sad. Or but you just have to break down. Just for like something goofy to do? There's got to be a couple of people doing it just for kicks. Break down your shitty life. To, right. In fucking four minutes to, to uh, or la- I mean, and like, you know, you have two minutes to break down your sad life to another person <laughs> in like hopes that they might want to like go it's I mean what, what 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 pushes you to that point like to where you're in a speed dating situation where like how bad have things been for you mm-hmm. or like but maybe some people are just like maybe I'm like totally just trying to take the the bright side of it but maybe people are just like career oriented people or something or just or just like regular people but like really socially awkward or they're actors in the sure character I mean, for sure, there's a lot of socially awkward people. Yeah, I think that'd probably be the majority of them, right? That wouldn't make for a good like five minute speed date, though. I, I think I think this is a, a speed dating is much more popular before 
texting it, and the internet was, stuff, was a big yeah. thing. You have a giant neck these days. <laughs> I know, I've been you working on it. You have a muscle it. neck. Well, the thing Are is, like... rings on? I've been, like, uh, I've been sleeping, hanging up. You should put a picture of, of, of your neck with this podcast. Yeah, every every podcast take a neck it's shot. It's insane, because you're so skinny, but your neck isn't. I know. Well, I've been doing a lot of neck exercises. Like and speed. You look like that, that actor uh, who was in the Spider-Man movies. Tom Cruise, I know. No. I do look like no, him. No, the other one. The guy who played a bad guy in the Spider-Man movie. Uh, he has a giant neck and a skinny one? body. His neck is so big. Gary Oldman? I don't know his name. It's not Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's a tiny, like a tiny, like a four-foot man. Um, He's the guy who plays the guy's dad in the first one. In, uh, sorry, which movie? He's the guy... What's Spider-Man it? or Batman? Is Spider-Man. Octo something? No, no. He rides on this, the, the air airboard. Oh, I look like um, James Franco. I oh. do. <laughs> his dad. <laughs> James Franco's dad in that movie? Yeah, because he takes over his dad's job. Right. Oh, uh, that weird-looking guy? Yeah, Thank he, you. He has Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Jesus Christ, uh, last, last Temptation of Christ. That guy. You ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. This is the Faith episode. <laughs> That's a good movie, though. Which one? Spider-Man? Last Temptation of Christ. For Spider-Man's pretty good. Like the, like the old one. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> What's the old one? Oh, Spider-Man, the original one. What's the original Spider-Man? With Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire? Yeah, the horse guy. Is that the original one? Yeah, he's the There's horse There's no movie man. before that? No, just kind of like 60s or 70s movie? Uh, n- no, because it was on... Okay, un- what's the guy's name, though? Like, he's fucking really ugly. <laughs> he's got a hideously <laughs> long neck. <laughs> well, it's thick. Flat, though. It's a flat neck, but it's thick. It's like, uh, it's like, his neck looks like um, if someone was making bread with uh, with with fruit like grapefruit roll-ups in in it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Guy still mean? still rolled up. <laughs> I've never felt so insecure about my neck in my life. <coughs> That's not true. But you have good, like you have good body structure. That's Thank you. Right oh, oh thanks. Guys. Thanks for flipping that around. <laughs> Who's that really ugly guy that you look like? <laughs> Your neck is hideously long right now. Ah, but you're not long. It's flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're missing the point. If you have thick neck. Is this <laughs> this is what you would be like in speed dating? You'd be like, what is wrong with your neck? You have a really long neck. <laughs> like that guy. No, not that guy. The other guy. Just drinking your own like Jim Beam that you brought. <laughs> I pull out a flask at your speed dating. Uh, a full cup mm-hmm. with ice. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Any other honorable mentions? That one took 20 minutes. Oh, uh, I don't know. I was going to play Faith by MC Hammer. I was going to play uh, Untrust Us by Crystal Castles. I was going to play... Uh, I oh, mean, fuck. I need another honorable mention. Well, just songs that you thought about. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of... There's so many songs about faith and religion, but I wanted to kind of, like, stay away from religion as much as I could. And, uh, um... I don't know. Whatever. I mean, you pr- you must have some because you were the one who brought it up. Yeah, but the the religious ones were like, there's a Deerhoof song called Adam plus Eve connection. So it's just like a, kind of that yeah. that would go in our speed dating. It's, that's not really speed dating. That's like a long time dating because like 
That's true. They. Who are they gonna have sex with? The animals. <laughs> well, they oh, could. Yeah. I guess there's no standards back then. Because well, before, before, yeah, before morality kicked in. Well, you think was Adam was just fucking the shit out of like these animals before Eve came around? Probably. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. I just don't believe Adam. Adam and Eve existed. Um. What? Uh, I, I would say Al Green. I mean, one of the only Jesus songs that that I that I that is just so fucking great that I can't. That I can't deal with, not deal with how good it is. Is uh, Jesus waiting? Okay. From I think Call Me was the record, but you can't. Sometimes, like, I think sometimes. Sometimes gods inspire such amazing music. Mm-hmm. Where where like a a song like that, like Jesus waiting, or like. I'd, I mean, the the other day I went in to, to get roti, and and there was there was uh, like Muslim Muslim chanting or, or singing music playing, and which of you know her her number of those sorts of songs, and it's just so powerful, and you know I mean those sorts of songs are yeah you know, that, that song is is, is pretty killer. Mm. Yeah, well, I think sometimes when you you have, like, extreme pain, or just not even pain, but just extreme feelings, like, feelings that transcend, like, your everyday going-ons, and and the cultural understanding of how to explain those feelings is by relating to something like God, right? Right. And that's why a lot of the times some of the greatest songs or art in general is dedicated to those to those like fictive, fictitious, I should say, you know, beings. Even if, even if the person, the author knows that they're dedicating their song to something, they don't necessarily believe in it. It's just like that's the way our society relates you know, about that, to those feelings. Still believe in the idea of it, in a sense, mm-hmm. without committing full on to uh, or buying into it fully. Do you have more songs you want? Oh, to just one more because it comes it. Uh, so something that we talked about earlier was um, Curtis Mayfield's "If I Were Only a Child." Talks about like you know how much simpler things are when you're younger, and you can just have sort of faith that things are going to be all right, or you know you don't you don't have as many concerns. That's a loose connection. I don't know if I would have let that pass. Pat, do you have any other songs? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure. I'm sure there's a bunch. Uh, Maybe every Tupac song ever ever recorded. Well, we should probably just have a Tupac episode. <laughs> right. I get Harley on the line for that one. Yeah, I almost played a Sean P song because he says that he uh, he do, he don't want he doesn't want a Dougie. He just wants money. He stuttered under the one twenty. Right. But let's play the last song. I think we've been rambling for long enough now. Um, so this well, this has been uh, what, what is it? Episode twenty. Twenty six. Twenty six. Uh, if you want to get other episodes, go to www.witchpolice.com or tune in on Monday nights on 101.5 UMFM in Winnipeg at 11 p.m. You can also go to their uh, their website and get past episodes if you want a streamlined one-hour version minus a few rambles. They're also... Are we on the Twitter? Someone's doing... Yeah, Twitter. we're on uh, at witchpolicefm. 
And you're at, at Rogue Crooks. Yeah, and Patrick, you're at, at Pipskid. Mm. And uh, you, I think this this episode might come out before, I'm not sure if it will, but you have a show coming up in June or May or? Yeah, May 25th at uh, The Forks. Oh yeah. Escape for Cancer. And you'll, you'll be playing with a band? Yeah, live band. Uh, and uh, it's free, it's outdoors. And if it's not snowing, come down. And we'll be playing in the afternoon sometime. Cool. Anything else you want to promote? You have uh, what? What's your Facebook uh, website there? <laughs> you you would know better than me. Facebook dot com slash uh, Pipski is up in this bitch. Which which, yeah. <laughs> which 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 you 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 run completely. You're not supposed to let that cat out the bag because then I post all my shit on there and be like, <laughs> pretending I'm Pipskid, being like, hey, check out this Rob Crook song. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I haven't looked at it since I let you take over, uh, what, a year ago or something? It's going okay. There's no need to check it out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But you got, some, you got new music coming out eventually I mean you don't have to give any dates but you have new stuff coming out right yeah record with you and and, and speed dial 7 uh, where yeah that I hear he's doing stuff yeah art yeah. and music doing stuff uh yeah people people probably don't know this about our good friend Patrick aka Pipskid but uh he's one of the best drawers around drawers I like his drawings, and uh, one day, one day he'll do an art show. But uh, so let's, yeah, I think that's all the plugs and stuff or whatever we need to do, right? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna play the last song I'm gonna play is uh, Cool Keith, off of uh, his album Matthew. It's called I Don't Believe You. So we're gonna end this faith episode on uh, anti-faith. Oh, no faith. Song is so good. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe you. And uh, obviously, people should know who Cool Keith is, but um, if they don't, he was a member of Ultra Magnetic MCs back in the 80s to early 90s. Then he uh, struck out on his own. Uh, his first solo record was, was it Sextile or was it Dr. Octagon? Mm, Dr. Octagon came before Sextile. Okay, so he's, I think he's best known for those two records, at least in my generation, uh, Dr. Octagon and Sex Style. And then he, uh, later on, I'm not sure if he had an album before this, but then he put out Black Elvis, and then and then in two, in the year 2000, he put out Matthew, which is what the album that this song comes from. And uh, I don't know, Cool Keith is definitely one of my favorite rappers, um, Especially the work he did with Ultra Magnetic MCs, he's just like so out there, so like uh, um, stream of consciousness type shit, like barely making sense most of the time. Not even rhyming a lot of the time. He's just fucking out of his mind. One of the guys who made it okay to be weird. Yeah, and, and even in the videos, like uh, you know, responsible for <coughs> Little B and all those strange things that happen now. Yeah. And so this song is just about how um, angry about how everyone's so fake. Strange. Yeah, took it from him. Yeah, he's he's really pissed off at people, and I, that's one of the things I like about him is that he uh, he's not afraid to call people call out on their him. bullshit. And he's got like even he's like the one of the only guys who ever took on Wu Tang when 
when uh, the RZA put out um, the Bobby Digital album that uh, Cool Keith immediately came back at him with like the Analog Brothers which is, was like a response to Bobby Digital and the RZA and uh, I don't think really too many people can fuck with Cool Keith like no one's really fucking with him so this song's about how he doesn't believe you alright so Witch Police Radio thanks for tuning in and uh, hopefully we'll have Sam back next week and uh, we love you I love you I love you I love you especially the mostest yo you're lying he's lying and she's lying my man over there he's lying you know what you're building up a bunch of lies straight lies you got mad guns i don't believe you you got 11 cars i don't believe you you got the block scared i don't believe you use a bug thug i don't believe you you doing jail time, I don't believe you You got the newest bins, I don't believe you You got the girls ready, I don't believe you You moving big weight, I don't believe you You cooking steel pots, I don't believe you You going on Soul Train, I don't believe you You cash your royalties, I don't believe you You did a video, I don't believe you You smacking everybody, I don't believe you You closing all deals, I don't believe you You say you manage people, I don't believe you Use a movie star, I don't believe you You work with Warner Brothers, I don't believe you You down with Jamie Foxx, I don't believe you Use a drug lord, I don't believe you You pay your mortgage, I don't believe you You dating fine chicks, I don't believe you You travel solo kid, I don't believe you You smacking anybody, I don't believe you You got your own label, I don't believe you You say you never lease, I don't believe you You say your record's hot, I don't believe you You working hard lady, I don't believe you You like the clockwork, I don't believe you you at your brother's house, I don't believe you. You tore with babyface, I don't believe you. You mix on knee boards, I don't believe you. You talk to Aaron Hall, I don't believe you. You play for the Charlotte Hornets, I don't believe you. You bond the Rolls Royce, I don't believe you. You got signing power, I don't believe you. You making hit records, I don't believe you. You saying Shaq's your cousin, I don't believe you. You selling Knicks tickets, I don't believe you. You giving after parties, I don't believe you. You at the Super Bowl, I don't believe you. You bought a mansion, I don't believe you. You think you hype rapping, I don't believe you. You say you are the man, I don't believe you. Your mother thinks she's fly, I don't believe you. You say your pops is cool, I don't believe you. You got your honor diamond, I don't believe you. You got your kids a gift, I don't believe you. You moving out to Cali, I don't believe you. You say you doing jacks, I don't believe you. You making millions, kid, I don't believe you. You say you selling furniture, I don't believe you. You work construction, I don't believe you. You got your hair done, I don't believe you. You mess with Lauren Hill, I don't believe you. You dance with James Brown, I don't believe you. You own a Dodge truck, I don't believe you. You work at 7-Eleven. Obviously, you saw Obviously, it's true. Yes, it's true.